Oh, hey. Surprise! It's a special election day episode. I know I could use some of the extra joy to get me through some serious anxiety. So, what's better than Ask a Badass? It's the sporadic segment of Heaving Bosoms where we here at HBHQ spotlight you. So, if you had the opportunity and voted early like I did, we're proud of you. If you're voting in person like Aaron, we're proud of you. Doesn't matter how you do it as long as you cast your ballot. So now, let's hear from Jessica A. Jessica is hot HB library goals. She has taken the Heaving Bosoms podcast to City Hall on speakerphone. She has great pasta ideas, knows what to do with lavender, and she definitely knows all the names for her lady parts. Here we go. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Natalie. Listeners, HBs, we are talking to Jessica A., um, longtime HB. Pretty, pretty long time, HB, right? You've been I hanging think, in there for a while. I've been there, yeah. I lurked for a, a while and then became a little bit more active. So, Jessica, you are a romance reader, a longtime romance reader. I am. Are you only reading romance? You know, primarily, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I mean, I guess I look for in anything I read. If I read fantasy or sci-fi, it's generally got a romantic like interest in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just may not be solely romance. So I just read before so that I could listen to the episodes. I read Strange Love. Mm-hmm. Um, did you read it? I have not. It's on my like queue of things. Yeah. So I've got I all my work give any spoilers, first, <laughs> which I mean, if you listen to the, yeah, you have to read workbooks. How rude. Um, I know. <laughs> I work um, in a library so <laughs> and I'm a personal librarian. So I have to do recommendations. Wait. What is a personal librarian? <laughs> so it's actually, uh, I'm at, we put the personal in librarian, uh, but oh. it's, it, if you go to like our webpage, it looks like a dating site with like librarians and it shows like our specialty and interests of what we like. So then you can click on us and we do tailored recommendations for you. Oh my goodness. For so like all of our stuff, books, movies, music. <gasps> Wow. So like if I if I lived in wherever you are, um, mm-hmm. I would like you would I would just have an account and you would just continue to update. I would continue to update my interests and you would find me recommendations for that. Is that how it works? So like the best thing is you actually don't have to live in my city. Uh, so it's online. So you just give us your email, you fill out the form and then it will go to whoever you chose or if you chose to have a random one. Uh, it's assigned to us, and then we will send you a newsletter with recommendations, generally linked to our library website and catalog, but uh, I, I do it for my mom, and she does yeah. not live anywhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Yeah, so it's super fun. Yeah, so but you live you like work in a, like a metropolitan library. I and, do, yes. And this is like a service that your city provides. Mm-hmm. What a crazy thing. My library is not even calling me back about replacing my library cards. So, oh, like, no. that's the responsiveness of my library. Um, so, this is amazing. Like, I I also, Jessica and I were talking, I live in a very, <laughs> very rural area. Um, and and so, like, we would not have a service like that. <laughs> but that is, I've never even heard of that. 
Yeah, actually, I think that we saw it for like the Chicago Public Library had yeah. done something similar to this, and uh, an employee saw it. They put in uh, for a grant, and we got it. And so then we started this whole program, and so we've got some merch. We do book giveaways. Uh, I would we could gather in places. I would do outreach, and we made this little booth that looks like the peanuts, uh, a penny or whatever cents for oh, yeah. uh, therapy. Oh, so it looks cool. like that, but it like, says is it like, Lucy that does yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we made a booth that looks like that, but it says uh, free recommendations on it. And so we sit in that booth and we just talk to people about books, movies, and music. This is blowing my mind. Um, <laughs> I'm this is so cool. Like it's one of those jobs that you didn't know like existed in the world. You know like, what I mean? I never would have thought of it. No, or like 100%. that I would be one. <laughs> yeah, is that well? And was that something you always wanted to do? No, actually, I started working as a library, just in the library in general. Um, and then this was a program they started. They talked to me about jo- like joining them. And I was like, yes, one of us, one of us. <laughs> I feel like the more you scratch the surface of libraries, the more you find that they provide and how necessary they are for people in different areas. And, and depending on the area you're in, each library provides so many different services. It's just crazy. And you just don't know until you like ask people. Definitely. Bonkers. <laughs> um, great. Do you, uh, you are not, and everybody is not only their job though. You are a human being outside of your job, but you are reading a lot for yes. your personal life as well as your work job. Oh, so definitely. I have to have some that mixed in just to make me happy. <laughs> uh, what are you reading for joy right now? I, uh, I actually started rereading uh, the Goddess Summoning series from PC Cast. If you were going to explain that to somebody that maybe hasn't heard of it before, what would uh, it be? So if you like mythology and oh, romance. Oh, I know a lot of people, especially HPs <laughs> that love that. You know, I've seen a few people uh, suggest these books. Um, but yeah, my favorite one is, of course, the one with Persephone and Hades. Everybody, right? Definitely. (laughs) It's the only kind of story with Greek gods that aren't rapey. Yeah, it's really true, though. (laughs) No one needs Zeus anywhere in their life. No, definitely not. (laughs) So then how did you find um, Heaving Bosoms after uh, being a romance? Because you've been reading since 11? Yeah, 11 and 12. uh, When I went to live with my grandma for a while, she read those uh, pretty voraciously. That's actually how she learned English. I was oh, reading cool. a lot of uh, these novels and joining a, I don't know, old lady book club mm-hmm. of some sort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I was actually, I came across this podcast doing research, again, for work. Uh, as a personal librarian, we were starting a podcast of our own. Oh. And we were trying to find things to partner with mm-hmm. and, and podcasts to partner with to see if they wanted to do maybe a live podcast or mm-hmm. be featured on ours. And I started reading to a couple episodes and just fell in love with the dynamics of Melody and Aaron. Yeah, um, I know. And that's really the best thing, right, about the two of them is the chemistry and the jokes and the banter and never get rid of the banter, Aaron. I don't know. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's the number of times that I'm sure that you've done this as well, where you're like laughing as if you're part of the joke that's happening on the air oh, between. <laughs> definitely. I listen to it at work. Their- <laughs> yeah, I listen oh, no. to it at work. And uh, I actually get paid to listen to it because I've qualified it as my uh, advanced learning for oh, nice. book recommendations. <laughs> 
And yes! so, yay. What a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a book podcast. So yay, I get paid for that. <laughs> Amazing. Um, do you have, this is kind of, we haven't talked about a funny listening to the podcast story in a while. Do you have oh, one? Uh, yes. They're, I'm super embarrassed about like people find it funny when I tell them I still am mortified and like don't want to ever go back there and see these people again. <laughs> uh, but I was doing a lot of meetings at City Hall for programming and stuff like that. And I had a couple meetings at one day and one ended early. And so I decided that I was going to prepare for the next one. But of mm-hmm. course, listen to Heaving Bosoms <laughs> because why not? I was yeah. obsessed at the time and trying to catch up to a lot of past episodes. Mm-hmm. And I was, I believe it was one of the Chuck Tingle episodes. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, if you remember how wild and interesting <laughs> and stuff was happening. I think with I remember, I, I feel like there was like a, a moment where like, it might have been Aaron, like that whispered like, were there lots of descriptions of cum <laughs> at some <laughs> At some point, and I just I loved it. Anyway, yeah. sorry, keep going. Yeah. Uh, and I listened to it. I'm like smiling and cackling away as I thought I was alone in a conference room. I did not realize that there was a partition to the room in a second part where there was about like three or four city council members that were in their no! meeting. I also (laughs) did not realize that my uh, headphones did not connect. And so it was out loud. Jessica. (laughs) When that partition opened up, they just kind of was like, just like looked at me and like walked away. (laughs) Meanwhile, there's just like a, like a freight train of dinosaurs going after some poor law clerk or whatever it is. (laughs) It, yeah, I, it was, uh, <laughs> I was mortified, and I was like, uh-huh. I don't even want to go to this next meeting. I just want to <laughs> crawl into a hole. Because <laughs> it's not even like what somebody would would like market as trashy romance. It's just weird ass erotica that it's just so random. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not even. I don't know, man. So uh, my my heart. <laughs> And thoughts are with you. Send your <laughs> thoughts and prayers to Jessica, everybody, Please, for yeah. the next time she has to go to City Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm there a lot. I'm not as much recently because, you know, COVID. Yeah, COVID. <laughs> but, uh, RIP yeah. socialization. Ugh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so then we're kind of like, are you fully immersed in romance? Is it kind of a through line for kind of the media you consume? How how does it kind of fit into your life? I'm a very weird person when it comes to romance. I love it to watch it, to read mm-hmm. it, and just immerse myself that way. But when it comes to being in my personal life, I get really eked out and awkward. And I'm just like, ooh, why, what, what? Yeah. Why, are, why is this romantic overture <laughs> happening? Like, is something <laughs> wrong? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I just say it makes Look me feel so awkward. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, no, this is weird. <laughs> But I love cheesy romance so much, like especially K dramas. I just I love how cheesy they are and just so pure. So I'm notoriously not a TV person or mm-hmm. a movie person, but I have never watched a K drama. If you oh. were gonna tell somebody like a like a gateway drug, do you have a gateway drug to K dramas that you would? I would have to say you're beautiful because that mm-hmm. was my gateway K drama addiction. 
I saw that by is it happenstance. A show? It is. It's a show. It's pretty old. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got probably one of my favorite tropes ever, and it's uh, girls disguised as boys. Oh! And so you get that queer feeling, and then guys like confused and like, "Am I gay?" And you're just like, "Yes, you might be, though. <laughs> yeah, so you might be. What is it? You're just interested in a person. Who cares what their gender exactly. is? Exactly. <laughs> um, absolutely. Uh, so you're beautiful, and is it a Netflix? Is it a Prime? So I haven't found it. It used to be on Netflix and I took it off uh, because, you know, they alternate. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think – I think when I was wanting a feel-good thing, I ended up just downloading it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It's not on Viki, but Viki does have some good stuff, though. What is Viki? Viki is is another, like, streaming service. Oh. I'm just – whole – Things are opening up in my mind today. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Biggie um, does a lot more of um, non-English, so foreign language things. A lot okay. of it typically is Asian. Okay. Interesting. I'm, I have notes that I just yeah. wrote down. <laughs> awesome. And then besides K-dramas, what else are you passionate about right now? Art. I am a very artistic soul. And with mm-hmm. that comes, uh, I think we talked about my fish brain uh-huh. previously. Yes. And yes. <laughs> I like to have my hand in all sorts of pots of doing things. I am in the process of, like, making a dress. I am also uh, making a ton of masks because I got really into mask making. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing I, we're talking about, like, COVID masks. Yeah, COVID masks. We're not masks. talking about, yeah. like, luchador <laughs> masks or something you like know, that. You <laughs> I, I know, would, I would love to do that, too. That would be Could really cool. Could you do a line of luchador COVID masks, though? Because that would be real cute. I would love to do Lucha Couture. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That would be Let's pin that market. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, that's copywritten, okay? Everybody listening, you can't take it. (laughs) Lucha Couture, TM. Um, (laughs) So are you kind of like a magpie with crafty art stuff? And I don't know. I mean, art and craft kind of have this crossover, but craft can sometimes be different. So I don't know. I don't want to... I don't want to mislabel, but I feel um, like it's kind of a mix of both. I feel mm -hmm. like I am very crafty Mm because I just like to do all that stuff. And art, in my mind, goes hand in hand with crafts because Mm -hmm. art is anything you kind of put out, put your soul into, and yours like that is a craft. Yeah. Um, But yeah, anything that's creative, I guess, in nature is just things that I enjoy doing. Um, what are your feelings about finishing projects? Because I know I have some (laughs) feelings about that. Uh, I... Not meaning to call you out here. I'm calling myself out, but sorry if I call you out also. No, 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 it's all good. (laughs) We're all human. It's okay. (laughs) I think about like 85 to 90% of the time I finish a project. It really depends on what it is. Uh, I'm racking about a 30%. I think I'm racking about a 30% completion rate on projects. <laughs> yeah, if it's if it's writing, like I can say I have been writing a quote unquote book since high school. Since I had a fever dream on NyQuil and I was like, this will make an amazing book. Yeah. And I just turned 30 yesterday. So <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yes. Jessica and I had to reschedule. We were going to record on your birthday, but you took a little mini birthday vacation. I did. <laughs> Way to treat yourself. I love making a big deal out of my birthday. Do you make a big deal out of your birthday? I actually don't. Uh, So I had this whole thing to where it's just my birthday is in August. And that's right when school started. 
I yeah. didn't have a lot of friends by that point because I just started a school. I've probably been right. there like maybe a week. Yeah. And then I turn whatever age I turn. So I really didn't know a lot of people to invite to a party. Um, and then my brother is 10 days after me. I mean, he's yeah. two years and 10 days. Right. So like we always had joint birthdays. Um, so I really never had anything just for myself. Not that there's mm-hmm. anything wrong with that. I just never really sure. got that special thing for a birthday. I was like, it's another day. I'm yeah. older. <laughs> uh, my husband's birthday is on New Year's Eve. So he also has like that, um, like, well, everyone's going out for New Year's, but not for my birthday. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's always, I totally get it. But um, and some people are like, are, are like celebrate me birthday people. You know what I mean? Oh, one of my best friends, she is definitely like, this is my birth month. It is a month long of celebrations and yeah. everything is about me. You have been just like, you no- go, girl. Yeah, notified. <laughs> you have plenty of time to plan it. You have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can celebrate <laughs> any and all times within this month daily if you need to, you know, whatever definitely. you need to do. Um, yeah, I definitely, I, I like to make a big deal out of everyone's birthday, but I at least want mine to, to at least be acknowledged by several hundred people, you know. <laughs> yeah, I have like two of my best friends that are trying to fatten me up. And actually, my coworkers got me like three nothing bunt cake thingies. <gasps> uh, and they were so in my good. cubicle on Saturday at work. So I ate two of those. There's still one more I need to eat. Monday, my best friend made me like a high tea. And so I went over to her house and then she got a dozen of the cupcakes. What? I know. This is like a cake explosion it really um, is were and they then, what flavor bunch cakes i have a lot so of it was praline pecan because you <gasps> okay. know texas uh-huh. <laughs> there was their seasonal blueberry and mm. then lemon which lemon is my absolute their favorite. lemon i so nothing but cakes is also bunt cakes is also up in illinois and so i have had their lemon it is fantastic it is so amazing and i don't like lemon things and yeah. i will devour this um, I made a lemon bunt cake for my family. My sister and my stepmom have birthdays one day apart. And so they also never get to have individual mm-hmm. parties really. So uh, so we I made a lemon bunt cake for them too. And it was it it is just everything that is bright and refreshing and still cake, you know. <laughs> um, talk to me about lavender. I have never done the things that you're talking about doing. So I had asked Jessica what her lady loves are, and she mentioned a lot of things with lavender that I'm not familiar with. Yes, I love lavender. As I am sitting here, I've got a little lavender pouch that I use when I'm stressed out. I just kind of yeah. like put it up to my face, and I'm like, uh-huh. it smells good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got a jar of lavender, but yeah, I love sprinkling it in my bath. Okay. Uh, I don't take baths very often because I do get really bad migraines. But oh. when I do, mm-hmm. I love putting some lavender in there. Uh, my favorite thing in the morning is to sprinkle a little bit in my coffee as it's being brewed. And you get mm-hmm. a little like lavender coffee. Like a floral. Okay. So question for you. Are yes. those different lavenders? Do you have different kinds of lavender? Or is it all mul- like a multi-purpose lavender? So it's all culinary grade lavender. Uh, I grow some Spanish and uh, English lavender, but they are not culinary. So I would, especially Spanish, don't eat that, please. Is it poisonous? Uh, it's not edible. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it'll make you not feel good. Or yeah, whatever. probably. Not I've not tried it because I was just like, oh, it's not culinary. Okay, let's not ingest <laughs> this. <laughs> I don't need to investigate. Yeah. Um, 
Amazing. So, so yeah, so you just buy like big, like big bags or whatever of food grade lavender and then use I it. I do. However, I made lavender sachets as my, um, as like instead of throwing rice or whatever, as like at my wedding, I made little bags full of lavender and people threw that into the air. That, um, I would love that. I anyway, get married, I put might it in use your that. Vision, <laughs> on your vision board or something. Uh, yeah, and I think I just bought like a big bag on Etsy. I bet you could still do that. Just buy a big food grade bag. I'm res- I'm gonna add that to my list of notes. Great. Um, so when you bake with it, because my friend Anne Clippy, Anne in the cult, Anne C, mm-hmm. she also bakes with lavender, and I just have never really thought about it. I just I. I want to make lavender syrup because I like like a London Fog mm-hmm. latte, those ones, because that has lavender syrup, isn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah. Reductions, I haven't really tried doing. I feel like I could if I put my mind to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but baking with lavender, actually, my first time doing it was for my friend that's really into her birth month. Mm-hmm. Uh, her birth day is in, oh gosh, I'm going to be a bad friend, is in April. <laughs> told me anything. Yeah. April uh, sounds great. She might listen to this. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but we were all sent home and then furloughed and all sorts of stuff was happening with with COVID. And so she didn't get to celebrate her birthday and we couldn't gather because it became kind of like illegal yeah. for us yeah. to gather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just to do something special for her, and I know she likes lavender too, so I baked her a lavender sponge cake with like a lemon <gasps> buttercream frosting. That's and great. It was really good. So mm-hmm. much so that I had to bake a separate separate batch and then I made cake pops with it. Oh yum. That would be and really good. I, I wonder- feasted on that for a while. <laughs> put it in pie crust. Yeah. Cause I've made like a thyme, like a um I put some thyme in a pie crust, an apple pie crust one time, but you could do like a berry pie, pie with a lavender pie crust. And I bet oh, that would definitely. be really yummy. I think it'd be really good with like a lemon meringue type of thing too. Mm. I'll have to put some thought into this. Yeah, I will um, say it is uh, it's like a dangerous or fine line to putting too much in and then you mm-hmm. can get like a soapy taste to it. Same with like rose, I feel like. Well, at least that my only knowledge about that is coming from Great British Bake Off. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but according to them, yes, it's a fine line. Yes. <laughs> Floral things are very, I, it's a fine I line. I think they say like antiseptic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Are you ready for a lightning round? Oh, let's do this. <laughs> okay. Great. As you know, there's no rules. There's no time limits because it's not actually a lightning round. Um, so who – this is a new question, I believe. Uh, who is your ideal Stern Brunch daddy? Unless you like ladies and then – but Stern Brunch mommy doesn't sound good, really. <laughs> so um, we'll stick with daddy for these purposes. Yeah, he was in Magic Mike, and he was also the werewolf in uh, oh, uh, True Blood. Joe um, Mandanello or something. Man, Man- yep, we know mm-hmm, it. That guy, Mangianello, yeah. Ma- mm-hmm. with the face okay. and the body. He and he's could be super the into D and D. Oh, he, he's, that's amazing. Yes, I did um, not he, know that, and I love yeah, him more. He has his own D and D company. Yeah, like he's like a like a stealth nerd. You wouldn't ever think. I wouldn't picture that at all. That werewolf magic Mike is also into D&D. And he has like a whole weird game room dungeon that is in his house. And Sofia Vergara is like, 
eye roll, uh, but is is still into it. I don't know why I know so much about this. <laughs> <laughs> you do, and I'm like, I, I play D&D, and I never knew this. <laughs> um, I don't know why I do know about this, but I do. Who knows why? Um, I don't ever know about anything. That's really funny. Um, okay. Um, are you more of an Aaron or a Melody? So... When I first started listening to the podcast, I was like, oh, yes, I'm all Melody. But the more I've listened to it, I'm I'm totally an Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I would love to be the aesthetic and the vibe of Melody, but that's just that uh, that's just a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, and do you have a bing, boom, bong that you would that you especially that you specialize in if you were going to bing, boom, bong something? Oh, mine is evidently oh. Bing Boom Bong Joe Manganiello facts. <laughs> right? Can't say his name, but I can tell you about his D and D company. <laughs> I am such a weird person where like a lot of people are like, "Oh my god, you know everything! You're so intelligent! You're this!" And I'm like, "Now I just know a lot of like BS about a lot of things." Sure, yeah, a, a uh, small <laughs> amount of information about many things. So it's like I come expert. off like I know a lot of stuff, but it's sure. like now I just know little things. So yeah, you're uh, a recently, lady. Yeah, <laughs> recently my being boom being boom bong has been about uh, just normalizing romance in like the genre in general. So when yeah. people started like talking bad about it, I'm just like, well, actually. Uh, well, and I could pull see, up my glasses and the kind of things we're talking about. <laughs> and I could see, like, especially in your kind of line of work, where some people may kind of be like, "Well, I'm not going to recommend that," or you know what I mean, like, yeah, not necessarily think of it as a valid recommendation. Romance is a valid recommendation because it's they because they believe it's not valid. But totally, I even had like a long blog post about why we should read romance. Yeah. And I had to take out some content that was just like statistically <laughs> it was a little too much for like a public library blog. <laughs> Not a ninety percent of ladies who read romance, people who read romance know more about the anatomy than people who don't. <laughs> Which is amazing and also mind boggling. Uh just that Americans don't know this stuff. And like I will admit, and this is very, very sad for our public education system, mm-hmm. but I did not know where my vagina was until college. Yeah, like what parts <laughs> that make up your actual like lady bits. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like I'm still kind of like, but it's is it this part? You know what I mean? Because they don't talk about that. I saw a thing the other day that was like I was taught about um like nocturnal emissions. Is that what it's called? Is that what it's sure. called when dudes dudes um ejaculate in their oh. sleep? Yeah, at least like that, I'm going to say that. Yeah. Uh, and it was like three different penis-centered things, and it was never talked about like uh, – this was in reference to um, wet-ass pussy. Uh, <laughs> it was in reference to that and about like why it's normal for your vagina to be – or your vulva. Melody, mm-hmm. don't listen to when I'm talking about parts. <laughs> um, anyway, so I, it's just like funny that – not funny, it's terrible, but – Anyway, it's like in hindsight type of thing where I'm just yeah. like, I look back at it and I'm like, man, I was an idiot. I was yeah. I was so innocent and so dumb. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think when you're taught from a young age that it's not something you th- are supposed to think about or talk about, you don't think about it and you don't talk about it, you know? 
Which is weird because, like, my mom is from Germany and has no problem talking about, like, the naked body and, like, sex in general. I just – it was never brought up to me. Um, Mm -hmm. I also didn't find out where a tampon – like, a tampon went until college. I thought it went in, like, your urethra. Yeah. I was literally given a box of tampons with zero instructions. I was like, here you go. Yeah. And so reading it even, I was like, Ooh, do you, do you want to know how many, how long I wore the plastic like sleeve part or paper sleeve part around the tampon? No. Yes. Ouch. I was like, these things are terribly uncomfortable. Why They're are not absorbing anything? Them? Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Education is important. Okay. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, sorry, we're on a podcast about romance. That's books, true. But, uh, yeah, I think, and I think that romance is actually really helpful in certain, you know, some books more than others, but about educating you about what your body can do or should do or, you know what I mean, or what is okay or what is yeah. not okay. So, let alone just the fact that, uh, you can want to orgasm. You don't have to just like kind of lay there and think of the queen. Type of thing. <laughs> so it is empowering you. It's empowering females that like, yes. you deserve this too. It's not just for male. And pleasure. you don't have to fake it to make them feel better. Yeah. I mean, you should be able to be like, no, that sucks. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, not all of us can do that. <laughs> it takes a little bit of confidence, right? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, we. I think we've already covered this. You are not a bath meal person. You are a no. potentially sprinkled lavender bath person. Oh, I yeah. had a glass, or no, mug of tea in the bath the other day, which was groundbreaking for me as a <laughs> non-bather. Um, I'm a com- I'm a born again bather, uh, and when I tried to type that out, it's it sounded like I was saying born again bather, like I used to not believe <laughs> in bathing, but now I'm now I believe in it. <laughs> Like and I was a, like, that's not what I mean. <laughs> did like a Benjamin Franklin and just basked in the air. Yeah, I take mud baths only. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite trope in romance? Uh, I think I like the friends or like enemies to f- uh, lovers trope uh-huh. the most. I like that conflict. Um, I did talk about I like the queerness of uh, kind of the confusion of girls dressed as boys yes. or disguised as boys. Mm-hmm. I will read anything like that. And that all started with uh, the Alana series. Mm. Anyone remembers those? <laughs> I don't, but that doesn't mean anything because I don't remember a lot of things. But <laughs> did you like uh, the Amanda Bynes movie, She's the Man? I did because I love Twelfth Night. <laughs> <laughs> what is Twelfth Night? Shakespeare. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, my... <laughs> I don't read anything, really. And I don't know anything about <laughs> anything. It's coming, except Joe Manganiello. Yeah, <laughs> That's I mean, the only thing I know about. That, that is good. They can pad your resume all with that. And, and now just be like, I know, I all know about, him. about how tampons work. So, um, well, that's good. We're getting there. <laughs> I mean, I do too now. So, yay. <laughs> do you have any um, advice that you would give your younger self? Uh, don't skip the sexy bits because you might have learned something. Did you skip? Did you skip over sexy parts of books? I did when I first uh started reading them because I was like, "Oh, God's watching." Oh no! <laughs> Darn it, God! I Why know. are you watching always? <laughs> I'm and trying so to I, read here. <laughs> yeah, I would skip over it. I think there was like one book that I had gotten um in high school. And a friend borrowed and her mom saw it and, like, got mad at me. Like, didn't call my mom. 
Mm-hmm. But like she was no longer allowed to borrow books from me. <gasps> and How I was like, oh. it's my grandma's fault, okay? <laughs> I mean, um, really, it was. I was yeah. bored in a house that didn't have anything <laughs> yeah, going on. Exactly. This is all I have over here, okay? It's really all it was. It was reading or cleaning, and I did uh, not want to clean. Yeah. <laughs> my children, um, you know, we have been together a lot. And uh, they keep complaining, you know, sometimes some days are better than others. And one day I and this is straight out of a Mariana Zapata book, which we all know how I feel about her. But um, (laughs) we they were all complaining about how they were bored. And I was like, start cleaning, homie. Guess you're guess you're cleaning now. If you're you're too bored to figure out what else you can do, uh, you're cleaning with me. So and then weirdly, they came up with something else to do. (laughs) <laughs> what <laughs> yeah and i didn't have to be involved it was great i grew up um, with that all the time it's like oh you're bored well you can clean this you're hungry well go make food yeah <laughs> guess you know how to do that right mm-hmm. uh yeah i sometimes i'm like oh god i'm every muddy's mom now <laughs> that's how it sounds i'm like every small everyone's mom from a book that's who i am these days it happens uh do you have a favorite carb I'm this is the toughest pasta, question. Actually, yeah. I could eat pasta so much. Do you have a preferred type of pasta? Like I like shape? bow tie pasta, honestly. You know what? It holds the sauce so well. It does, and it can get perfectly like al dente. <gasps> yeah, I agree. And I actually just bought really some good. the other day. Um, half for crafts, half for eating. Um, <laughs> um, okay, are you ready? Sure. If you could dispense one condiment from your belly button, what would it be? Restaurant grade ranch dressing. Wow. Do I not know enough about ranch dressing? What makes it restaurant grade? So there's usually like a little bit more dill. I just don't like Hidden Valley. And okay. restaurants usually have These really are, I feel nice like that's ranch. a very bold, very bold thing to say out loud. You are not <laughs> a Hidden Valley ranch person. I don't know what like the ranchers are like, not actual ranchers, but like rancher people uh people who like ranch i don't i don't know if this or do you need witness protection now <laughs> i mean i eat hidden valley but if it's my choice of like if i can get a gallon of like restaurant grade <laughs> ranch i would pick do they that have growlers that. for that like they do at breweries like you, you know, bring I your wish. own growler bottle and you just fill it up from like a dispenser <laughs> that would be so amazing um, <laughs> someone out there someone out there who's in the restaurant business this is the new thing <laughs> some of our ranch lovers need to come together yes. and just make this happen yeah turn in one growler get a new growler yes. pay a deposit you can pick up ranch dressing on a weekly d- daily monthly basis depending on your needs it's perfect i, I mean i think so i it, it disgusts my boyfriend but i do eat it with a lot of stuff um, yeah, so restaurant only ranch you would dispense from your belly button. And it has more dill or less dill? It usually has more dill. So okay. it's just it's got a it's hard to describe. Sometimes it's a little too watery, but it's just it's a different texture and it's not so viscous. Okay. Clumpy. Wow, this is grossing me out. <laughs> Especially in the context of coming out of your belly button. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, there's no good answer. You're right. No. It's, there's no way to not be gross. So it's totally good. <laughs> I mean, something is coming in. Something liquid form is coming out of my belly button, which it. I don't think that's supposed to happen. <laughs> no, it's probably a sign of infection, especially if I mean, it's ranch yeah. dressing style. If it's ranch. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, and now that we have grossed everyone out, mm, Jessica, yes, thank you listening. for doing this with me. Thank you for celebrating your birthday week slash month with me. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I was super <laughs> nervous, but you chilled me out really quick. Thank you. <laughs> well, good. That's my superpower. <laughs> it, yeah, it's really amazing. <laughs> um, but I'm so glad you did it, and I'm glad that we were able to finally connect after literally months yeah (laughs) uh well anyone anyway everybody keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love heaving bosoms hey you yes listener you are you loving the show If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show.